You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. It will be righteous. Radio, man, you gotta love live radio. All types of technical difficulties and things happening. It's always something, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> but in case you are uh, in here and, and understand and, and trying to understand what's happening, you are definitely listening to the one, the only Animal Farm. My name is Benjamin Miller. The date today is Thursday, the 26th, June 2008. I'm chilling here with my fellow gun-toting, tobacco-chewing, redneck Second Amendment activist Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. <laughs> Hello. And we definitely are pleasantly pleased to report that the Second Amendment was indeed upheld at the Supreme Court in the District of Criminals. We'll be talking about that on the show tonight, as well as some new wretched neocon comments, as well as the latest news, your phone calls, and that classic Animal Farm analysis. Now, uh, we usually start off the show with uh, some crazy, ridiculous news, so we are going to be doing that. Do you have something, Tony? If not, I have something I think great. we already did start off the show with some craziness, Ben. We had some <laughs> great jazz playing, and thanks for the boys. I don't know what happened, but hey, every week it's something else. What can you do? Get it all out. Okay. Get it out of boy. Get it all out. Well, this, this one, I'd say, would, would definitely qualify for the Animal Farm intro craziness, and that is that a police has reported that a man had uh, stabbed his mother and assaulted another woman with a chicken. <laughs> yeah, what a way to start off. Ypsilanti, Michigan. Police said a Ypsilanti, I think that's Ypsilanti man, is accused of stabbing his mother with a fork and hitting another woman over the head with a frozen chicken. <laughs> My God, the uses, the uses for poultry just continue. Frederick McCaney, age 40, was arraigned in Jackson courtroom in a Jackson courtroom on Thursday on two felony assault charges, one count of assault and battery, and one count of resisting an officer. He stabbed his mother in the back of the neck when she refused to give him money. <laughs> and then one, and one hour later, he attacked a neighbor woman with a chicken. <laughs> Jackson County Chief Assistant Prosecutor uh, Mark Bloomer told Ann Arbor News. Um, you know, police said McKinney went to his mother's house and demanded money. When she refused, he stabbed her and took off on his bicycle, police said. <laughs> Short time later, he encountered two other women talking on the sidewalk on Woodbridge Street. And a woman said she said something nasty to them and hit one of them over the head with 10 pounds of frozen chicken. Wow. What a weapon. The woman went to the hospital and got stitches in her head. Go figure. McKinney's mother suffered minor injuries from the other stabbing. So, uh, you know, see hey, what type of problems we get when the economy's not doing so swell. Yeah, people are looking for money. <laughs> you get people stabbing people in the necks and hitting each other with chickens. It's bananas. Yeah, no, there's actually plenty more. There's actually a economic girly man. I'm trying not to. There's plenty of reports, but I'm going to get into one later on that now people are starting to steal things from cemeteries, like little bronze statues My and God. copper statues, to try to sell them. For the you know for the for the precious metal that they are, that's the it's saddest thing of all time. It's getting so bad. Uh, but meantime, in the meantime, movement to rename a sewage plant after George Bush is now gaining steam in San Francisco. <laughs> at least they get. Yeah, I mean, granted, they want to ban cigarettes and all that other stuff, but at least they're getting something right here. A renegade wow. voter movement to rename a San Francisco sewage plant after President Bush <laughs> is flush with support in the liberal West Coast city. Yes, I would. 
I'd say a round of applause is definitely due. Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. A group called the Presidential Memorial Commission has reportedly picked up more than enough signatures to put the ballot initiative to the San Francisco public in the November election. If the measure passes, it would rename the city's Oceanside Treatment Plant as George W. Bush Sewage Plant. <laughs> That's not exactly a presidential library, but sponsors of the ballot measure say it is, it's a fitting tribute to a president who made a big mess, to say the least. Wow. And local, there is a smell. <laughs> it smells like a shit. Yeah. <laughs> local Republicans and sewage officials say the measure is an effort to straddle the line between satire and absurdity. Um, I would just say that's appropriate. Howard Epstein, chairman of the local GOP, has told the San Francisco, uh, San Francisco Chronicle the proposal is loony bin direct democracy. How about that? He said uh, he'll use all means in his power to defeat it. <laughs> so, you know. Uniquely American. Wow. It sure is. It is. Uh, my, for my crazy news. Go ahead, Ben. My news, that's bananas, and, we, and we're running a little late here, so we don't have much, as much time to cover it, unfortunately. But it's always a circus here, Ben. A bandit tries to rob a store with a banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is in Maryland. State police have a strange case to solve. A man walked into a Frederick County 7-Eleven Wednesday morning and tried to rob it. His weapon of choice, a banana. The 7-Eleven on fingerprint, uh, Fingerboard Road in Monrovia has been robbed before, but never like this. At 12.45 a.m., a masked man walked up to the counter and grabbed a banana. He aimed it at the clerk and demanded cash. What he, what's he thinks going to happen with the banana? Ain't much you can do with a banana. Throw the peel down and hope he slips on it, said resident Michael Benton. Um, and, and then some one woman, Sue Corley, uh, from Rockville, says, that's a little weird. weird. He's bananas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, Get your uh, sticking paws <laughs> off me, you damn dirty ape. This weird article out of the, out of the sun in England. Uh, a store tells a mom that baby's bottom is, photog- is pornography. I'm sorry. Uh, a mother who wanted to give her son a birthday cake featuring a photo of him as a baby had to get it censored because it showed his bottom. Gail what? Jordan, 41, had gone to the supermarket in Maryside, England, on June 13th with a photo of her son, David, taken when he was five months old. But the store's staff initially refused to scan the picture onto a cake because it featured nudity. They eventually put a star over the offending part of the photo, which is scanned onto the cake. The cake was a surprise for David's 21st birthday on June 18th. How ridiculous is that? It's these little even even uh, even the people that's in the, Britain, Ben. That was in Britain. Um, it was in Merseyside, England. Oh, it was a crazy thing. Lord have Merseyside, England. Yeah, it, it, that's just ridiculous. Total nonsense. It just goes to show that people even that have a, that are scanning photos in have little power trips that they have going on. So patheticness. We'll be back momentarily, folks. You are listening to the Animal Farm on the Weed People Radio Network. Stay tuned. I guess asking uh, you shall receive. We were talking, uh, you know, last show on Tuesday about the Washington D.C. and now this new plan that they were at least, I guess, contemplating about sealing off neighborhoods, setting up checkpoints, and kicking out strangers under their new program to, you know, basically designate neighborhood safety zones. And we were going on about how this is completely ridiculous in the United States of America, obviously, yeah. and this is probably not going to help the problem. If, if anything, it's probably going to make it worse. 
And Ben, I got to give you a lot of credit. We were talking about this, and we were trying to come up with uh, solutions. And uh, here's the clip from our show, and then we'll talk about today's news. Check it out. Ultimately, I would just say they need more funding. They need, they need better cops they and need better to, programs. They need to get rid of those handgun bans because that's what that's what I the problem. That's completely yeah. agree. And that's why all the criminals are getting guns, and that's yeah. and they're the ones that are starting to crime. How about a round of applause for Ben? Yay! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Ben. And, and I, I, it's my extreme pleasure. You know, for the first time in a long time, maybe I maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll maybe help. so. And I think statistics prove that it will help. Uh, contrary to many sheeple thoughts. Today, Supreme Court strikes down D.C. gun ban upholds individual rights to keep, to keep and bear arms. Again, it's the first time in a long time I can wake up to good news, and today yeah. was one of them. So a Supreme Court ruled Thursday, of course today, that Americans have a constitutional right to keep guns in their homes for self-defense. The justice's first major pronouncement on gun control in the United States history. <laughs> How about that? Awesome. Um, yes. <laughs> Appropriate. Okay. The court's five. <laughs> clips five. I like that. The court's five to four ruling struck down the District of Columbia's 32-year-old ban on handguns. You're welcome. As inc- incompatible with gun rights under the Second Amendment. Keep in mind here, the decision went further than even the Bush administration wanted, of course, but probably it leaves most firearm restrictions intact. So, I mean, it's not all good news here, Ben, but yeah. the court uh, had not conclusively interpreted the Second Amendment since its ratification in 1791. The amendment reads, of course, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and today Rush. i think today is this at least if nothing else a step in the right direction ben so you yeah. you called it and we uh, we finally got something that we wanted well it is yeah no, did. we Good did job. get what we wanted but it is unfortunate the fact that they actually had the vote for something like this i know so clearly stated granted, granted. um and and the fact that the vote was so close i mean that's the worst part about it yes you know? very very sad but you yeah. know i guess we can't have everything but at least uh at least we got this and yeah. at least now it is good it's good um, it's going to make a difference i think there's no doubt as long as people use it to their advantage and realize how important it is. Absolutely, you know, the second people, the second people start going out and buying handguns, things like that, you'll probably see crime going down because now the criminals will be afraid of death. Uh, I think, um, yeah, afraid I think of no breaking doubt. into people's houses. Hopefully, they'll get rid of that stupid checkpoint thing that they have going on there. Now, but, why doesn't somebody pull off forty-five and? <laughs> Bang! Settle it. Yeah, and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, go ahead. While we're on the point. Okay. Uh, I freaking hate her so much. Uh, what a what a just a worthless yeah. piece phony. of crap. Phony. Yeah, Pelosi says DC could continue gun regulation. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> Democrat of California. Thank you, Pied. Democrat of California <laughs> says that despite the Supreme Court decision to strike down its gun ban, the District of Columbia will still be able to regulate firearms. I think it still allows the District of Columbia to come forward with a law that's less pervasive. Shut up, woman. Pelosi said that her, her weekly briefing Thursday, I think the court left a lot of room to run in terms of concealed weapons and guns near schools. Of course, yeah, because guns are always near schools. And, <laughs> that's, you know, all, that's all it is. They're everything all is over children's safety today. It's nothing, nothing other than that. Chick is a... Dummy. Well, she's gone from suck to blow. It's, it's, she's a perfect example when it comes to people who are so pro-democrat, who think that this democratic blue Pepsi party is, you know, going to change everything and make the country so much better. Yeah. She's a perfect example of how it's not, and mm-hmm. how anybody can be bought off, and anybody can be influenced under the right, you know, uh, amount of money yeah. or the right proceedings, whatever and, the case. And she may was be. the one, by the way. She was the one that um, had talked about impeaching and talked about all these things, and oh, all sure. these anti-establishment ideals, sure. and then she gets a, uh, elected immediately. Like I'm talking about 
like maybe four or five hours after she got elected. Yeah, <laughs> it's off put, the table. It's not an option. Right. Yeah. We're, 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 <laughs> now we're going to add troops in Iraq. Just total nonsense. W- woman is woman is completely psychotic. She got power oh, and you could just woman. see the evil in her yeah. eyes start to fire up. It's just the same. Oh, that woman. <laughs> got a mouth like an outboard motor. It's the same it's the same nonsense over and over again. They dangle the little piece of cheese in front of the entire country. Here, you guys want this cheese? You guys yeah. are hungry, right? Well, come and get it. Just vote for me. And sure enough, once we uh, you know vote for them and get them elected, and once they have their power, oh, the cheese went bad. It's no longer good. Yeah, she makes me mad. Well, you know what? Uh, we're on some good news here, and I'm going to keep the trend going here. This is uh, good news, I think. Many states now turning to paper ballots for the fall elections. Goody. This is uh, out of, uh, by Brian C. Mooney. He's a good, a good writer. We cover him once in a while. At least 55% of American voters this fall will mark their choice for president on paper ballots that will then be read and tabulated by optical scanning devices. Hmm. Nearly double the percentage. I'm absolutely in- adamantly opposed to that. I'm sure you are, George. <laughs> don't, don't be too opposed to it. Nearly double the percentage in 2000, according to a Virginia-based election data services, a consulting firm that has been tracking voting technology since 1980. Electronic touchscreen voting will decline for the first time in eight years, and punch card ballots won't once used by nearly one third of the electorate, will be used in only twelve counties in Idaho. So, hmm. you know, good and bad here. The trend towards paperback systems, the hulking old mechanical lever machines introduced more than a century ago, are also headed for extinction. However, New York still uses them. Ben, New York yeah. still has that. Nice, I see them. They're like these walk-in boots with these huge metal handles. Pretty cool. Uh, the trend towards paperback systems, the hulking old mechanical lever machines, they're going to be gone. But uh, one more note here. Massachusetts and the other five New England states use paper-based voting systems, mainly optical scanners, but also hand-counted paper ballots mm-hmm. in some areas. So I guess yeah. you know you could say this is somewhat good news, but if the optical hand-scanning machine thingies, uh, you know, if, if they could be you know, hacked into hacked, and changed. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably either way. Mm-hmm. It could be hacked. But you know, at least we're moving towards the paper again, and hopefully these Diebold or Diebold machines will be a thing of the past before the election. Damn you, Internet! <laughs> oh, my God. New, te- new technology and the likelihood of heavy turnout in November will put added strain on Election Day workers, a part-time army of low-paid employees, many of them retirees. So, you know... Take- voting is great. I just didn't care this time because it was between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's a new one. I've never heard that one before. Well, well it's good. You know, it, it seems as if we're uh, now instead of taking one step forward and a thousand steps back, we're now taking four or five steps forward and a thousand steps back. So we're making progress yeah. uh, down the line, which, which is a good thing. Yeah, this handgun case, this, this really surprised me. Like I said, when I woke up, uh, I was surprised to hear the news. I, I thought it was definitely going to get shot down, but yeah, it, it, it went through. And, and hopefully now, uh, I don't know how the political pundits are going to paint this whole thing. I know you're going to hear a lot about, oh, the poor children. Yeah. Children are going to get shot now. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time a shooting happens, they always try to go after more gun grabbing. We know that. So we'll see how they how they you know work with this and use it. But we'll go to the phones before the break real quick. Jeffrey in Kentucky, the honorable, memorable Jeffrey in Kentucky, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, uh, about this gun grabbing thing, uh, everybody knows about the big quote by General Arm. Naval Commander Hirohito when he bombed Pearl Harbor saying that he woke up a uh, sleeping giant when he did it. Yes. Yes. But uh, nobody really remembers anything about the Army General of Japan stating that he would never invade America because behind every blade of grass would be a gun. Absolutely. And I think that's the whole point of it. And what a lot of people don't understand about the Second Amendment or the Constitution altogether 
The First Amendment gives you to play peaceful activity to overthrow your government when it becomes corrupt, and your two through nine amendment is your Civilian War Powers Act or your Citizen War Powers Act. That's the whole point behind them. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey, the way that the media manipulates the simple logic behind guns equal gun deaths automatically, it's logical. It's logical to think that, yes, well, theoretically, if there were no guns in the land, then there would never be a gun death. Yeah, but people forget to use practical, you know, to put practical measures into their thinking. They forget to think beyond the first layer of, also, of, of thought. The, yeah, they also forget to Why look at historical. Maggots. <laughs> they, look at the, well, they forget to look at historical references as well. Exactly. Um, you know, well, Mao Zedong when Great Britain banned their handguns and their rifles, the uh, violent crime for uh, assaults and batteries went through the roof. So yeah, and now, and now they're looking at banning knives and stuff. They're having knives for uh, yeah. food trade-ins now. <laughs> so much. It's absolutely pathetic. Uh, Jeffrey, stay on the line. We want to. I want to ask you a couple more questions when we get back. Yes, you sir. are listening to Animal Farm on the We the People Radio Network. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stop being a lemming. I can't read it. Stand up. What does that mean? Stand up for your right. Yeah, I can't read it. <laughs> Why is this killing me? Have you by any chance lost your kidding? Number to reach us. Not. 512-646-1984 if you want to get in contact with us. Uh, that's 512-646-1984 if you'd like to drop us an instant message or a fast blast. AOL instant message screen name Animal Farm Show. All one word. We're not going to be here next week. We're taking next week off uh, for the July 4th holiday. Of course. Um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll probably be having, yeah, I know, we'll probably be having repeats. Um, but uh, uh, another announcement is that we're putting together a best of show. Yes, we are. Um, we're putting sort of a best of reel together. Um, so if you'd like to hear it, we'd like to, for you to participate out there and, and let us know what you think some of the best Animal Farm moments are. And uh, <laughs> we'd, also like to, we'd also like to maybe send you a pre- preliminary link so that you can preview it and uh, see what you like and what you don't like about it. So sure. if you'd like to get in touch with us and be a part of that, please email us, info at animalfarmshow.com or just go to animalfarmshow.com and click the contact button on the top right. We were talking to Jeffrey from Kentucky, the infamous Jeffrey from yes. Kentucky about the uh, Supreme Court um, decision to... Victory for us. Yes, the victory about um, gun gun bans and how they've released the gun ban on Washington, D.C. Now, Jeffrey, the question I asked for you, um, a lot of people that don't understand uh, the meaning of guns and the Second Amendment in general, can you give some people some of the historical references on why the Second Amendment has to be there and, and when it was, and when it's, and when gun bans are introduced, why, uh, why all hell breaks loose? Well, one of the things about the Revolutionary War that a lot of people don't understand is when the uh, Redcoats started coming in, they started confiscating guns like they are today. And the only way the Revolutionary Army was able to raise an army is by doing their first raid um, on an armory and stealing the guns back. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Founding Fathers decided that, you know, to the secure of liberty, like Jefferson said, if anybody attempts to approach the jewel of liberty, should be treated with malcontent and extreme, uh, extreme force. Amen. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing that really hurts, and uh, Jeffrey, I'm sure you know this better than we do, but 
it just kills you when you watch people on TV, and it's really either the left or right. It's not just uh, the neocons, you know, for yeah. the guns. They're kind of fake for guns. And the Glenn Becks of the world, oh, yeah, you know, he's all, he was all happy today about, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, a huge victory. Now. And then he's talking about shooting people, this crazy rat. Turd sandwich. <laughs> turd sandwich. <laughs> but sure enough, yeah, Jeffrey, I mean, the point I'm trying to make here is that every time I hear anything about guns on, on the news, especially after there's a school shooting or something like that, it's always about, oh, we'll just take everybody's guns away. We need to eliminate guns altogether. But the problem is people will always find a way to get guns. Criminals mm-hmm. will always find a way to get firearms. So uh, it's not well, going to help at all by taking our guns. Well, the thing of it is, is look, I'm, I may have a little different background than you guys with training and everything, but one of the unit, unit mottos that we used to have when I was in the Army is, one, we don't, we don't call for reinforcements. We make them. And the other one is that even though if I'm down to my bayonet, I'm still effectively a viable candidate on the battlefield. So no matter what, I'm able to use my surroundings to my advantage. And that was echoed back in the the death march from Bastogne to Paris when the 101st did the march from Bastogne to liberate Paris. Only one in five men had a gun. They were sharing rocks, they were sharing sticks, and they walked over 100 miles through the middle of winter to go liberate Paris. And when they got there, only one out of every five men had a gun, and yet we still took Paris by force. Absolutely, and that's similar to the Russians in World War II. Where, I was going to say with Stalin, the Battle of Stalingrad. Yeah, where they started, same thing. they had to sit there and share a gun. They just started running towards the bullets with their fists. When, one guy's had bullets, and then if one guy, once the guy in front of you dies, you pick up his gun, then you keep fighting. It's yeah. like, Jesus, talk about really think, great strategy. I think that's, a, that's what a lot of people in the Patriot movie don't understand when they see how tyrannical the government's getting, and they say, well, how are we, how are we to be effective against a uh, modern military army? Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd say to them, I'd like, well, it all depends on human spirit because when you come down to it, there is no one out there that can disarm you if you have your head about you and you know how to use the environment. Anything and everything is a weapon. Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, but there's uh, how many? I think 100 or 200 million. Uh, I think there's 100 million guns in this country, or 100 million people that own guns in this country. Registered, registered guns. Uh, registered guns. Yes. Oh yes, it's You have you have our military with less than one million people, and uh, you know, as, as Alex Jones has pointed out, if even less than one percent of people revolt with their guns, then the military just really has no chance in hell. Oh, there's no uh, way. So you know, the notion that we can't revolt against a, a modern military force. I mean, uh, it, it is getting worse with their microwave weapons and their sound rays and, yeah. and things like that. Technology That's, is definitely working against us. Yeah, it is, it is very scary that, in those regions. In Nazi Germany, the Jewish community, at one point when they were pushed at such a great length, they had their even they had the night of the long night. I mean, even it got to the point to where they were pulling butcher knives and anything else they could to get a, to take back their liberties, or so to speak. Uh-huh. So all you got to do is look up the Night of the Long Knives and see what happened there and what happens when a citizen citizenry is pushed to the wall as much as we have been. Or is we going, are we going to be? Yeah. So, so, so Jeffrey, <laughs> any, any last thoughts? Was today's ruling a good ruling or a bad ruling? I just basically think it's a carrot dangling in front of the, uh, the people they're riding right now. They're giving you a little nibble of the carrot just as long as you don't wake up and get realize what's going on and that way you don't throw them off your back while they're trying to lead you to dictatorship and tyranny. So. Mm-hmm. Sure, and many of the I people on the news were saying, were saying uh, hold on a second, Jeffrey, sorry, I cut you off there. Many people on the news were also saying, oh, well, you know, this is not the end, and they're going to try to repeal this or fight this back. And it's mm. like, you know what, it just makes you crazy. But, uh, yeah, any, any last-minute thoughts, sir, Jeffrey, before we move on? No, that's it, sir. You got to take it easy. 
You too, Jeffrey. Thank Always you enjoy much, hearing Jeffrey. from you. Great stuff. Uh, keeping Thank on you. keeping on the whole media thing here, Ben. I try to make some sense or any sense whatsoever of what goes on, and, and I still can't figure this out. There's this new game on the internet. I'll play a little bit of this clip. It's it's basically a torture game. Nice. But it's very it's it's ridiculous. If you know video games, it's, it's nothing graphically pleasing about this game. game. Check it out. Children may have come across. It is free. It is online, and it allows kids to torture. We have to oh warn you that these images are pretty disturbing. Someone's idea of fun is called Torture Game 2. It puts your child now in... Keep, the- let, me, let me just try to paint this picture. It's, <laughs> it's a black screen. Yeah. It's got this really bad rendering of a human being with... I've seen it. You've seen it with the head kind of dangling. It looks like a crash test dummy almost. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't look like a human being. It's got like robes. You could you could paint the figure. You could stab it with, you know, things. It uh-huh. doesn't make any noise. It doesn't ever... Like what yeah. Pyatt's doing, it doesn't scream to my knowledge. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's a, if you eight. if you wouldn't mind, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But the newscast says here's something that your children are your gonna children. Look at. It, it couldn't be that an adult's gonna go look at it like Tony Shut here just did. You know, it's, just, it, it's your children I'm are just, gonna go look at it. I'm just trying to just draw some some real even lines here. We we scream and moan about our children not getting shots because we're worried about thimerosal. We're worried about the mercury contained in thimerosal. You know, kids are dying. Kids are becoming autistic. Kids yeah. are you know becoming sick uh, for forever because of this. Shut up, stupid idiot. Shut up, conspiracy nut. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing linking mercury and this disease. But then, and this, I'll, I'll go, so then, here we go with the media. person with anything from a chainsaw to a razor blade. Understandably, child experts worried about the game's potential impact on kids. Will it make impressionable youngsters numb to torture? Joining us now, Melissa Henson. She's the director of public education. So they talk to this, and, and you know, this, this, the Fox correspondent here is outraged, completely yeah. outraged. Oh, my God, this is, this is not for children's I problem. I have a problem with the term child expert. <laughs> I just don't know. Especially anybody who's be, over the age of, you know, 10. Yeah, how are you going to be an expert on children when no. they're all so diverse and different like human? That's like saying I'm a human expert. It's just another BS doctor degree uh, that you can get by typing up a long report. But the other thing that kills me here is don't – isn't Fox News responsible for – praising the show 24 yes isn't jack bauer like america's favorite hero or was for the last three four years isn't 24 like the the model of how we should be running our military by torturing people and using torture to get answers so you know where's the consistency here it doesn't make any sense if children do it on the internet it's bad and yeah. it should be banned. They don't have a problem broadcasting in HD. Exactly. But, yeah. but when there's a crash test dummy and white polygon rendered crap that you see on the TV with no with no uh, sound effects, no blood coming out, no nothing, you, you they have a big problem with and it. It's backwards. And, and meanwhile, look, in Grand Theft Auto, I've played that game. And, of course, that that is the extreme, you know, mainstream game. And yeah. that, to me, is 110% worse than some guy hanging from two strings. And you could put poles in them like... Grand Theft Auto is you bang hookers, yeah. you you get cocaine, you do drug deals, you kill yeah, over real. yeah you can kill over a million people in the game with yeah. any types of weapons. It's a little bit more extreme wow. and, and it's a lot more real than this stupid rendering of a guy, you know, mm-hmm. just on, on on two chains or whatever. So I don't know, Ben. I'm just trying to draw some kind of conclusion. I just can't figure out the mainstream media. They're they're so they're the flip floppers when it, really when it comes down yep. to it. They're for torture, they're against torture. They're and backwards. Every, yeah, it, it's just crazy. Up is down, down is up. So. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> Number to reach us, folks. We'd love to hear from you. 512-646-1984. Website is animalfarmshow.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. What a special friend you are.
Yes, it is. The, the one, the only, the Animal Farm here on the We The People Radio Network. Number to reach us, 512-646-1984. Website is animalfarmshow.com. If you would like to drop us an instant message, you can do so. Animal Farm Show is our screen name. At CNN.com, the naked cowboy <laughs> can sue the makers of M&Ms. Yes, this is the infamous naked cowboy that's in Times Square that we all know and love and have uh, seen and talked to and is part of a national monument in New York. Um, he can sue the makers of M&M, and I believe he's doing so. Uh, the underpants-clad New York guitarist known as the Naked Cowboy can proceed with his trademark <laughs> infringement lawsuit against the maker of M&M's and its ad agency. A New York judge has ruled Robert Burke has become a fixture in Times Squares for playing the guitar dressed in white cowboy hat, white cowboy boots, and white underpants while tourists posed, posed with him for pictures and slipped money into his boots. <laughs> in February, the street performer filed a lawsuit against Mars Inc. and Shoot German in ink after they released a video billboard showing a guitar playing blue M&M dress in a white cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and underpants. The company also ran print ads showing a similar yellow M&M. Burke says in his lawsuit that he has registered trademarks to the naked cowboy name and and the likeness. How about that? He registered registered himself as the naked cowboy. He's been doing it for a long time, right? He has been doing it for a very long time. I've seen him many times uh, being there. And he's definitely, well, it is what it is, I guess. (laughs) You could call it great or not. But um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the second that the naked cowboy gets dragged off the streets of New York, we shall start. A revolution. That's when the revolution a starts. Violent man. revolution. Everything. Yes. Everything depends on the naked cowboy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess trying to stay somewhere in the finance field here. <laughs> I'm trying to make some kind of link That's a here, funny Ben. Transition. Failing man. miserably, but I was talking to you early in the show after our mishap at the beginning, which again I have no idea what happened. But um, thieves are now targeting cemeteries, so desperate for cash mm-hmm. and short on compassion, thieves have been stealing flower vases. From cemeteries in at least eight states, it's not just in one place. What? Investigators believe the vases, which contain copper, are being sold to scrap metal dealers for just a few dollars a piece. I'll try to play the audio. Hopefully, it'll work here. And of course, it probably Tammy Gordon can't up. believe how low some will go to make a quick buck. It made me mad. The first time it hurt my feelings. The second time it it made me angry. Last month, thieves stole flower vases from the graves of her husband, her father, and hundreds of others buried at Forest Lawn Cemetery near Anderson, South Carolina. It's hard enough to bury a loved one, but then to have this happen to you not once but twice, to be violated in this way, um, it's just such an overwhelming grief that you feel. Cemetery owner Jess McDougald says the stolen vases are being sold for scrap metal. And these vases are made of bronze, but 87% of it is copper. Vast spaces with few people around make these cemeteries easy targets. And the crimes in no way are unique to this part of South Carolina. Authorities say copper theft from cemeteries is becoming a national epidemic. Metal flower vases were swiped from this cemetery in North Carolina. And similar thefts have been reported in Tennessee, Georgia, Louisiana, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Right at the moment, there's lots of uh, people that need money, and they, you know, they'll do whatever it takes to get it. Although they cost hundreds of dollars to replace, investigators say the thieves are likely getting only a couple dollars each at scrapyards. Dealers know to be on the lookout for this stuff. We've already notified all of them around here. Everyone agrees scrap metal dealers can put a stop to this crime wave by refusing to buy stolen vases, hitting the thieves in their wallets, if not their hearts. I hope that whoever did this 
you know, sees this, and maybe they can't understand the hurt that it causes. In Anderson, South Carolina, John Sarah Fox deal. News. Yeah, I, wow. can, I can just see the headlines now where they're going to come out with surveillance for the uh, cemeteries. Yeah. I'm watching the day. Now we need to Fox do that. News. Yeah. <laughs> you can just see it now. I'm and I can't get out. Oh, boy. And, and it's true how, the, you know, obviously the everything you buy for the cemetery, yeah. the, everything, the vase, the flowers, it's like, you know, quadruple the price. Well, here's the thing. They say that they're going to, um, that the, the, the people that are buying the scrap metal should not be buying it or something. How, how the hell is a person that's buying it knowing that it's coming? from a funeral and coming from a grave that I don't think they even care where it comes from it's a business that's accepting I know you know, but metal like for meltdown it seems like the people are kind of expecting them to do something about it mm. um, by not buying it but how are they even supposed to do something about it how could they even know that that uh, the 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 metal that they're getting is from a vase stolen from a funeral yeah I, 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 mean, I don't know so, that's that's a good question but I have no idea I mean either way it's just sad that yeah. you know this is the state that we're in. I'm not saying this is a direct correlation to the economy, but you have to imagine that people who mm-hmm. are you know, living off of scraps will do anything to stay alive. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that they're doing this. I mean, yes, it's low. It's terribly low. But mm-hmm. you know what? They need the money. The dead people don't. You know, that's, and I'm not trying to justify their actions, but let's be honest. People yeah. are starving out there. So I think the more – I don't they, know. Maybe they should dig into the graves and take some rings oh, and necklaces. Oh, <laughs> you know, No. I don't know. Gonna, <laughs> next report is going to come out the, next week. The dead people don't need Thanks it. Thanks to I mean, Ben Miller on the animal farm. Now people are, the f- up, <laughs> people are digging up graves now. So, uh, or, they you could, know. or they could start smoking weed out of, of skulls <laughs> like they've been doing. Uh, that's another one. We that definitely we've covered that. Uh, and then one more pitfall. Shut there's up. Actually, you shut up. Yeah, you shut up. That's right. Uh, there's actually some, some research that I want to start doing. There's a lot of good – New documentaries coming out. There's one. Uh, it's, I think it's called Blood and Oil. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the direct links to all these later. But one in particular that I want to bring up now. I haven't watched it yet. It's a new document documentary that chronicles the pitfalls of American education in global economy. This is out of DiverseEducation.com. I think it's on the website. This is a magazine, but obviously their their website here. And a new documentary is called Two Million Minutes. The film chronicles six students from India, the United States, and China during their high school years. Compton highlights uh, the pitfalls of American education in today's global economy and praises those cultures that revere academic achievement. So I'm gonna, this is Bob Compton, by the way. He's, I guess, the, he's, he's the director and the producer of the documentary. I want to check it out because I think this is going to be a really powerful film. Mm-hmm. I think we're, it's going to give us a good look into what's going on in our own system because we talk about it all the time. Yeah. We always bring up that the education is failing, but we never talk specifics. And I mm-hmm. think this might be uh, a really good chance for us to see to peer into it a little bit more. And once again, this is diverse diverseeducation.com. And the documentary, once again, is called Two Million Minutes. So not that it's a homework assignment, but I'm going to check it out and share it with you. And uh, I've been on kind of a documentary kick, Ben. I actually saw Jesus Camp last night in its entirety. Really? How was that? Well, I'll tell you, I I expect, (laughs) believe it or not, and this may shock uh, people listening, I thought it was going to be a lot more... I thought I was going to feel a lot more angry t- during it than I did. Really, mm-hmm. 85%, 90% of it is just a group of evangelicals that feel so strongly in their beliefs that they have committed their entire lives. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it deals with this camp, of course, that uh, this woman, I forgot her name, uh, but she, she conducts once a year and people from all over the country come to it. And, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. I'd say most of the message, like, get off your asses, stop being lazy and start becoming yeah. somebody. That part I agree with, but a yeah. lot of it I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, so 85% of it. Yeah. A lot of it was just it's just radical it's you know bring mm-hmm. these kids here and you know you're going to force your opinions on them yeah the, the, but the, they had the clip of a, of a seven-year-old talking about how uh how his life felt so empty until he found jesus yeah right? and, and honestly god, ben jesus god yeah. and baby jesus help i have us. nothing against that i have absolutely nothing against people 
even in the extreme, teaching their kids what they believe. I think, granted, I believe ultimately, like, you know, I want my kids to have their own decisions, but that's yeah. my belief. Mm-hmm. The thing that almost made my heart stop is, you know, out of nowhere, they are, you know, they're so pro-life and they're so pro, you know, uh, Jesus and pro-God and they're very strong in their beliefs. And listen, they have a right to believe that. But then they tie in that George Bush is like their, it's not their savior, but like this, you know, this beacon of Christianity and beauty. And, and they pray to George Bush, Ben. I almost lost my lunch. And wow. I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, yes, it's extreme. I don't agree they with their... They didn't pray to him, though. They, yes, they, they prayed did, to George ben, Bush. During the movie, they bring, in the, in the church... Crap you not. In the church, they bring out a cardboard life-size image of George Get Bush. The F and out. they're saying, please you know, say a prayer for George Get Bush. Please. And they're speaking in tongues like, <laughs> and I almost, I almost shat myself. Wow. Because I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm, saying, I'm like, okay, listen, this is your belief. You're pro-God. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. Uh, I love what you're doing. At least, you know, at least you have a belief. At least you're, you're at, you're being activists. They're going wow. to abortion clinics Jeez, and they're man. praying. You know, they have free speech. They go to the White House. They go oh, to the, okay. the, the White House lawn and they practice their free speech. And they're not, see, they're not violent. See, I think the one thing I was surprised that they're not soldiers for Jesus, even though that's what they say. Yeah. They're not saying go out and kill Muslims. Yeah, yeah. Even though this Becky woman who's the, you know, the Jesus camp spokeswoman, she's making this correlation like, wow, well, people in Islam train their kids to shoot an AK-47 when they're four. Why can't we do the same thing for Christianity? And they have this idea that, of course, my religion is right and yours is wrong and my yeah. Jesus is, has, has a bigger, you know, what than your yeah. Jesus. But even still, the thing that almost made my heart stop is not that they're praying to the Christian flag or not... It's that they think George Bush is represents their beliefs. That's George Bush is a insane. disgusting cocaine addict yeah. drunk who's got the IQ of a telephone pole, and, he, and he believes in nothing. That nothing what these people believe. How could that's meanwhile, like, that's like a, me saying I believe in Satan and I think God's a good representative. It's yeah. like complete opposite. Well, that's the thing. He's he's a skull and bones, bones member with yeah. his uh, uh, the order of the quote unquote order of death is the name fit. He had to he had to masturbate in front of his dad oh and God. all the other good members God. in there to to share his could sexual experience. I'm just saying. It's not very Christian things, you know? So the idiots out there, the evangelical idiots out there that bring a cardboard life-size picture of George W. Bush and start start speaking in tongues to it is just, is is mind-blowing to me. There's six and a half billion people on the earth and they choose George Bush as their representative during a church ceremony. Ben, it almost made me cry. And I'm saying, how did you get to this i mean you yeah. okay you believe in jesus jesus is the only god you know there there is no such thing as evolution it's only intelligent design fine those are your beliefs yeah how did you get from there to george bush what subway did you take <laughs> what friggin what doom zeppelin did you fly in to get to from here to george oh, w bush he's responsible for over one million deaths in the middle east how could you think this guy represents your evangelical Christian beliefs. Yeah, George Bush is going to have a furnace, uh, a room next to the furnace in hell, man. Yeah. That guy is horrible. Now we get back, folks. Al Qaeda is growing online offensive. We'll tell you about it. Stay tuned. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off now. Turn them off right now. Turn them off and leave them off. Turn them off right in the middle of a sentence. I'm speaking to you now. Turn them off. 
Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show. You are listening to it. 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us tonight, always, forever. Thank you. Yes, thank you for joining us, always. Uh, Animal Farm Show, one word, is the instant message at AOL. And you can also just check out animalfarmshow.com and click on the forums button. We always invite all of you to post as much information as possible. Ben, I was talking to one of my old friends from school. He's uh, becoming a political activist, and I told him to post. He's got a lot of information. I'm sure he's got a lot of PDFs and stuff. And I told everybody, listen, uh, listen to the show, call into the show. But more importantly, you know, share your information with the forums because it is a collection of stuff, you know, yes, stuff we can use and, and of course we don't have all of the uh the resources right in front of us and i want to finish off this one point i, I was talking about jesus camp this documentary which mm-hmm. it, i thought I it was, in the name of jesus by yeah. the power of the holy spirit Beyond. that's right and I, I thought first of all it was a completely very well done documentary the cinematography is brilliant storytelling is well uh, really well done but I, for me i wanted more I, to me i wasn't satisfied because i really didn't get an entire scope of what lengths these people are willing to go to to fight for their religion mm-hmm. and, and that's really the, the meaningful word there is fight um so it was a little bit shorter than i wanted to but on top of it i want to just remind folks who somehow subscribe to this belief that if they are evangelicals that George Bush is somehow a resemblance of what they believe in, that he's some kind of Christian person who really believes in God and and follows Jesus because over 1.2 million deaths have occurred from uh, Iraqi deaths Mm -hmm. in Iraq alone uh, have happened since this war started. That's 400 or more than 400 9-11s, Ben. Wow. More than 400 9-11s. Incredible. Okay, so I want to make sure people believe, you know, if you have anything to do with Jesus, at least you should believe that thou shalt not kill. You know, mm-hmm. one of those huge commandments there. Yeah. And sure enough, these people pray to Jesus. In this movie, they pray to George Bush. And a, it I, makes me sick. I have a sweatshirt, by the From way, that, intelligence that basically gathered, says... It would be 9-11 times 100. 9-11 <laughs> times 100? Jesus. That's... Yes. 91,000. <laughs> oh, man. There you go, Pi. Uh, I, I have a shirt with, uh, with Jesus on it that says, uh, you haven't loved your neighbor until you've shocked his testicles with 10,000 volts Ooh, of electricity. That's a hell of a t-shirt, man. Yeah. I haven't seen that one in Macy's recently. <laughs> to your phones, as always, uh, Lisa in New York. Hello, Lisa. You're on the Animal Farm. What's up? Hi. Is that Hello, me? Lisa. How are you? Great. I just wanted to tell you guys that I just turned the internet. I just started listening and i was like thrilled to hear what you had to say about the evangelical community mm-hmm. and their worship of this president and this administration yeah and i and i commend you for what you're saying because it's so absolutely right on and i am a christian and i would like you to know that i stopped going to church very shortly after 9/11 because as far as I was concerned, it didn't even take a million deaths. It, it it was so apparent to me the hypocrisy, and to me, Bush had horns coming out of him, his head, with with the way he, with the lies the administration put on, you know, the media spread about and the build up to the war in Iraq, and I felt my in my heart, I felt such sadness for the people in Iraq. I felt like they were just sitting ducks, just waiting. And the hypocrisy is just so overt and, and so in your face that it it blows my mind completely that there are so-called Christians that can actually clap their hands and praise the Lord in church and, and worship and, and, and support this president and this administration when he is the complete antithesis of what Jesus Christ represents 
and yeah, Lisa, what I, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Said. Yeah, it, it's sorry. to me, it's it's no, it's okay. I want to we want to give you a little round of applause because we appreciate first of all the call and, and the point. And just just to interrupt you for one second there, and I apologize for that. And I try to simplify this for people, and, and I try to say, look, you're from New York, uh, Lisa. We're from New York. We're from King County, Connecticut, too. We're broadcasting in Connecticut, but I try to. Put it in simple perspective. I'd say, okay, what would you think if Derek Jeter came to Shea Stadium wearing a Mets uniform? It doesn't make any sense because we all know that Derek Jeter is a New York Yankee. And I try to simplify it in the most easy way I can think of because you literally have a war-hungry president, whether you like war or not. Let's just call a spade a spade here. George Bush has started this war. His administration, of course, they've all done this. We know that they have plans. They had plans well before 9-11 to do all this stuff. And we know that at least – yeah, at least one million Iraqis, if not way more, have have died. Certainly, over four thousand of our our beloved troops have died in this war. Have which been really hoodwinked makes... into right. Have been hoodwinked right. and used as well, cannon fodder. Right, and and they've been duped. Now, now we can go on all day, Lisa, and we can talk about if it, is it justified. We can talk about are we doing any good. All this no. you know political nonsense. All we're trying to say is I'm watching this movie. Now this is again this is Jesus Camp, the documentary by A and E, and I'm saying hey, you know these pe- and, and what surprised me is that these people are very intelligent as far as their beliefs, the Bible. They have such an extensive knowledge of any understanding that the the mainstream media and everybody's pretty much right. working against them and, and trying to phase out religion and, and Jesus Christ in general. Yeah, right. I mean I have a, I, I myself have a lot of experience in this. I went to a, a private, quote-unquote, Christian school for 10 years. I, no I, I grew up at the church, sure. and I was uh, very much part of the new evangelical born-again okay. uh, movement okay. and stuff like this. So okay. I, have, I have a lot of... Uh, a lot of experience in this and and for myself growing up, there's such a level of hypocritical uh, thinking inside the evangelical Arab where where the most violent people in the world get to the top of things and really are the the big I mean I always say that the crap floats to the top it always floats to the top you <laughs> know and yeah especially in a religious movement especially in the evangelical <laughs> movement but now looking back on things uh, there was a short period in my life where I really resented Christianity because I thought that Christianity represents what those people do and it's now the getting, opposite though yeah exactly it's not now, that now I'm getting older and now I could see through the facade I could see that there are fake Christians out there and I could say that there and I can see that there are yeah a ton of them I, Exactly, and, and, and I, I really appreciate that because it's a, I'm hearing a kindred spirit because the I cringe at even saying that I'm a Christian now. I don't even like to yeah. use the word Christian well, you because it's so adulterated and it's so uh, toxic a word now. And in the eyes of people that have no belief in God, and it's you know, I mean, it's hard for me to understand how they can't. If, I mean, if anybody really researched just did objective research and looked at whatever Christ ever said all of his days, they would have to see that this is the exact opposite of Christ. I mean, we're talking about cold-blooded murder, genocide, evil, torture, everything ugly, everything that, you know, the complete opposite of, of love. It doesn't. It doesn't stop with Christianity. I mean, Christianity's name and, and entire purpose has been dragged dragged through the mud, like we're talking about. But mm-hmm. that's like saying that everybody who believe who's a Muslim is an extremist who wants to blow themselves up, or everybody yeah. who, who, who who practices Judaism is is a Zionist or something. Every time, you know, all these religions are just you know completely dragged through the wrong tunnel, if you will, and they have you know all this mud all over them. So mm-hmm. people think, oh yeah, if you're a Christian, you must be a priest who molests yeah. little boys. And it's it, not only does it get me mad because well, I was born and raised Catholic. <laughs> 
just because the fact of, of it's not true. This is not what, what people believe. But yeah, once again, when I, you know, I'm all for people being born again and being saved. That's fine by me. You should have the right. I, I like how they're organized. They come together. They're a community. They, they pray together. That's yeah. fine. I don't, that doesn't affect me. Uh, you want to believe in real religion? Fine. But what kills me is that I can't believe that they are so... You know, uh, well, see, yes. so politically inept, so politically drained mentally, um, they, they, they read the Bible so much that they can't even turn the TV on and see through the propaganda that they can think for one second that this president has anything to do with their beliefs that it's going to help them. Like once again, Lisa, one, over one million people slaughtered. And that's certainly uh, last time I checked Sunday school when I went to a Catholic high school. That's definitely not what Jesus was talking about. So, you know, we can have that debate. But Lisa, anything else in your mind before we move on? No, I just very much uh, commend you for what you're saying. It's just expressing my sentiment for the past eight years, and thank you so much. Keep it up. Now, Lisa, listen, thank uh, you we, we appreciate the call, and I'm glad you feel the same way. And, Mike, we'll go to your call. But first, one other note here, Ben. I was, I'm going to get the audio from this movie because there is a couple of really funny parts that you have to laugh at and say, oh, my God, you're taking it a little bit too far. Yeah. The first sermon or the first um, – I guess gospel or whatever, or the first speech of this Jesus camp, one of the first speeches, was this woman who uh, certainly, I, I don't know what to say about her, but she was bad-mouthing Harry Potter because he was a goblin or something like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. They're saying, you know, do you watch Harry Potter? Well, you know, something like along the lines they're, 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 the, the main complaint um, is that they're they think that Harry Potter promotes witchcraft. Witchcraft, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm telling you, I've read the, I read every single Even Harry if he Potter does, book. It's a freaking story. I know, but I've, it's read, a I, but I've read, I've read every single Harry Potter book. And I feel sorry for you. Twi- no, it's the greatest book I've ever read. Okay, the greatest series of books I've ever read. Promise you, You'll, it'll blow oh, your wow. mind. It'll okay. change your life. I swear to God. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Um, but uh, other, other than that, there's more. Ac- <laughs> Thank you, Pi. There, there are more occultic symbols on the back of our dollar bill oh. than there are in the entire book. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's see, to me, all that, the books combined. That, that's what just makes me crazy, Ben. Is that you know? They, I guess they love George Bush because he's he's apparently pro life. <laughs> but again, you told me that you read 16 books. Yeah, but, but you know they, they can't just see through the politics and say, oh my God, this guy obviously loves his corporations yeah. and wants to make as much money for his friends that he probably borrowed money from along the way. But yeah, so I they see Laura beginning to grimace a little bit. Yeah. he's getting awfully windy. So anyway, the long story short with the Harry Potter thing is that certain parents of these these evangelical yeah. kids, these really great little kids, they won't allow their kids to watch Harry Potter because it's, you know, it's witchcraft and yeah. it's obviously going to, you know, they, their minds are so, you know, friggin' weak that they can't watch Harry Potter, but well, it's, it's, it's just sad. One, one last thing, I feel I feel bad for them, for those kids, because I, I've, gotta, I've got to give mad props to the Harry Potter books. They were the best books I've ever read. They were better than the Lord of the Rings books. I am telling wow. you right now, they blew my freaking mind. Well, you know what, Ben? She was... She was. <laughs> J.R. Rowling is the most brilliant writer I've ever seen in my life. Well, listen, it's incredible. I, 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 I got to say, man. I, listen, I, we, I believe you. I, I can't contest you because I've never read the Harry Potter books, and chances are I'm not going to. But my only philosophy is very simple. My religious beliefs should be strong enough so that nothing should make me angry or yeah. worry at all. Absolutely. You can come up to me right now and say, listen, I think God is a, is a myth. It's a legend. It's, it's a, God does not exist. It's, it's ridiculous. And even though I believe in God, Ben, I am not going to become uh, angry. I'll say, well, tell me more. Why do you think that way? Let's yeah. talk. So anyway, back to your phones. I'm sorry, Mike. Thanks for holding Mike on the Animal Farm Radio Show. You're on the air. You're talking to me? Yes, sir, Mike. You're on the Maybe air. Not. Well, I just called it. I I lost your radio transmission about ten or fifteen minutes ago. Totally really? silent. 
Wow, Mike. We, you know, Mike, we've been having a lot of issues with the with the network. I mean, you, you were listening on WeThePeopleRadioNetwork.com? No, I don't have a computer. I'm on the FM radio. Oh, okay. So, oh, well, hopefully, our FM oh, radio, the FM radio went totally silent about 15 minutes ago. Must be the FCC, Mike. No, that's, uh, that's it's yeah, no, those evil doers. To, yeah, well, I'm the sorry, Mike. What's the issue? What? Oh, hold on, yeah. Peel for peel. Okay, Pyth, play the clip for Mike. I apologize. <laughs> go ahead. Those evil doers. There you go. Um, what radio station you listen to, Mike? <laughs> I, I really like your show, man. But uh, I kind of, you know, it's kind of hard listening to the show on the on the phone. But Thank you. Uh, yeah. I just wanted you to know that your your FM ninety point one thing is just totally down. Ninety point one, Jesus, of filth. All right, well we'll we'll fly down there and we'll kick some tail. And, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, Mike, we can't do anything. We're, We're helpless, there, dude. Well, I tried calling the, the other there, number. Nobody's answering. I, I tried uh, calling the the office number and there's nobody answering. So. Well, we had some we had some computer malfunctions here at the studio to start the show. So they, you know, they played the, the studio did a good job. They played some jazz and kind of kept the ball rolling. And so we had some issues there. And I guess now with the FM issues, you know, I don't know what it is, Mike, but hopefully one day we'll get it right. Uh, anything on your mind do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I just, you know, I was thinking about what that girl said a little while ago about she hates to call herself a Christian. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, if you really believe in God, just call yourself a believer, you know. Just you yeah. know, do the best you can and spread the word, and you know, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, truth will overcome all the lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Mike. I think I think what Lisa in New York was talking about. I'm not sure if she's so much given up on her faith, Mike. I think what she was getting to more. No, was she wasn't. Idea. She wasn't saying she was given. She said she cringed at calling herself a Christian because of all the hypocrisy mm-hmm. that we see going on around us. Right. Exactly. Yes. Well, exactly. it's like it's like I kind of cringe when I call myself conservative because people, <laughs> you know, mainstream looks out there and they go, "Oh my goodness, you're a conservative. Exactly. You must yeah. be like George Bush or something." Yeah, I tried to explain to a, a, a Bushite friend of mine. Hey, uh, you know, up until recently, I was a, a Democrat, but I was never really liberal. I've always been a conservative and never really thought about it until we got in this argument. And he still thinks Bush is the best thing since sliced bread. Well, he should. Um, yeah, he should call Ann Coulter and <laughs> well, make a yeah, date with her sick. because I, I can't understand it, Mike. I cannot figure out. I mean, even if even if you agree with the whole war situation, I just can't see how I you can sit there. No, no, I'm not saying you. I, I just try to. I'm, I'm trying to make logic of people in general, and you know, forget about the, the whole 25 percent that are left. Well, yeah, that well, like Bush and talk. Well, talking about 25 percent, apparently, 25 percent of this country is are evangelical Christians. Yeah. That, that's that's the stat that I wanted to throw out there, which is very important. Apparently, yeah. they have a lot of power over the elections. Yes, that's another reason why I wanted to bring it up. But Mike, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a sham, and I. I wish we had more people calling us that were, you know, were fans of President Bush because we never get that kind of opposition yeah. here on with the people. Well, I don't uh, think they, I don't think they'll listen to this programming because I they're think. so close-minded. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's like a self-defeating wish, you know. I mean, I try to tell people everywhere I go, listen to this network, check it out if you have a computer, and uh, some people I tell about it, it's like talking to fish. 
Yeah, Mike. Some people. Yeah, well, it's true, Mike. Some people. That's a good. That's a good analogy. It, it, talking it, to fish. It, <laughs> I think we're gonna use. I think Pi is gonna get that quote from you, Mike, and start using it on the soundboard. But yeah, unfortunately, people's minds have been so manipulated, and the belief systems now, the belief systems are so strong within people's minds that yes, I be, I agree with you, Mike. I think it's very difficult to break any ice, if 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 any. So, mm-hmm. um, it's well, unfortunate. One more thing. You know, for all these people that are so pro-life and pro-Bush, there sure is a lot of death going around. Absolutely. Exactly. That, and that's that's what I can't understand. Mike, we got a break coming up. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks for listening. Yes. And thanks for spreading the word. Like always, folks, we always love uh, taking your phone calls. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can't figure it out. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. If you're pro-life, how could you be pro-death? It doesn't make any sense. But, folks, plenty more to come on the Animal Farm Show when we get back. <laughs> Some new news regarding erectile dysfunction drugs. So stay tuned for that. AnimalFarmShow.com. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Show.com is the website. 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us. Oh, hello, creeps. <laughs> if, you'd like to, if you'd like to get in contact with us, that is the number. Or you can instant message us, AOL, instant message, screen name, Animal Farm Show, all one what word. Mean? Great calls, by the way, Ben. I want to say thanks to yes. uh, Lisa and Mike there. Those are really good calls, and I appreciate it. I appreciate them taking the time, and yes. you know, I'm sure eventually I'm going to make someone mad when it comes to this religious debate. But yeah. uh, I'm glad people are speaking out, and I'm glad at least I'm not the only one that recognizes that these the Christianity in general is being dragged through the mud, like yeah. that, you know, and it's being totally misunderstood these yeah. days. Well, Bill Maher is coming out with a new movie. Of course, um, speaking called, of yes. anti-religion, yes, he is. He's a I'm very sick. a well-known anti-religious person, um, and he's coming out with a new movie, I believe, called Religion. The the uh, uh, it's called Religion. I think it's called Religion is the name of the movie, <laughs> and it's great name i think i'm not 100 percent sure but the the movie poster for it is hilarious it's it's a piece of toast and it's got his face kind of in it you know I, what i mean like the like you know how people thought that they like saw the, the bread. virgin mary on the oh the okay bread. it's kind of got bill <laughs> it's got bill maher's face in it so I, what I a thought, horrific sight that is <laughs> i thought it was i thought it was very funny i have the trailer right here if we want to play okay it. play, you, play you, the trailer ben okay we'll play the trailer here bless me father for I have sinned. It has been 40 years since my last confession. <laughs> We're making a documentary about religion. Oh, boy. <laughs> why doesn't he just obliterate the devil and therefore get rid of evil in the world? He will. He will. Yeah, What's he waiting for? <laughs> I believe that God wants everybody to be free. That's what I believe. And that's one part of my foreign policy. You're a senator. It worries me that people are running my country who believe in a talking snake. You don't have to pass an IQ test to be in the Senate, though. <laughs> so you would agree that even if a billion people believe something, it can still be ridiculous? Absolutely. How we define what is crazy or not crazy about religions is, is ultimately up to how we define crazy. You start disputing my God, and, and you've got a problem. God make me Something called a Moshoko Doma Dada. I'm gonna go in the rapture and I'm gonna come back on a white horse. I'm the second coming of Christ. Yes. Not just because you have you share the name Jesus. No. Gay Muslim activist. That is a very rare job description. You guys have big ones. 
and Santa Claus can hit every house in the world. <laughs> no, on one I don't night. believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> of course not. That's right. one man flying all around the world and dropping presents out of chimney. Right. One man hearing everybody murmur to him at the same time. That I get. That's the Mormon temple behind me. I think that means some. No, 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 no. I'm wrong about everything. Religious. God knows what could have been accomplished in this world. We weren't expecting that. Is that God? That's the voice of God. Is that God? So it's a religioso. It's you know kind of a fun documentary, funny you know obviously with humor there and but he's very very anti-religion um you know i'm sure there are many ways to dispute that entire trailer well i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it ben but i, I just think just because of how people portray certain religions i think that's the reason why bill maher has his uh, his you know material yeah. for this documentary There's i think plenty of material out there yeah and one sure. of the things that we were saying during the break I, i'm getting sick of people talking about god as he they refer to god as he will come he will save us no! yeah he means man male from the you know from the male sex mm-hmm. and i was saying before during the break i don't think god is a man i don't think god's a woman a man a both or either i i personally see god as a much higher power thing something that i cannot understand that's why i try never to say god and use the word he but that's just my own personal beliefs uh anyway go moving on and well, man. do you have anything else on that one ben? <laughs> nope, anything I'm, else there before we really uh, start dropping listeners yeah I'm, I'm also dude. well anyway i want to switch to health here we, we haven't talked health in a while and uh, well, folks, and, and once again, folks, five one two six four six nineteen eighty four. You can call the show and talk about whatever you'd like, anything, even if we haven't covered it uh, at all ever on the show. Maybe you know something we oh, talk, yeah. talked about. Yeah, that's right. Maybe the last month. Uh, it's really open lines for you every show. Uh, we want to get your thoughts about everything that's going on. So we just try to cover the topics that we want to. But any any time, folks, call in and talk about whatever you like. But there's a lot going on here. I don't talk to you anymore. There you go. Uh, we're talking about erectile dysfunction. Of course, it's a huge thing now. Every you can't watch a baseball game without. <laughs> Some kind of stupid ad coming on with ED about Levitra. Now they got these new Viva Viagra ads, which literally, I my heart almost stops when I see them with these country <laughs> singers. Viva Viagra, and they, not only does it ruin the song. Go ahead, Pi. Okay, go you ahead, Pi. Say, it. yeah, go ahead. Say, everybody have seen my balls? They're big and soggy and brown. Oh. If you ever need a quick, oh no, up, just stick my balls in your okay, mouth. Okay, all right. Ooh, we got kids listening, Pi. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. That's Pyeth. Yep, this is the Animal Farm, folks. Yeah. There's definitely no other show. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. So, let me go on here. And, and this is kind of, this, this has got like two meanings for me. We're talking about the erectile dysfunction and this now associated with brief amnesia. At least Levitra wow. is now associated with global amnesia. Okay, so let me read this. and Run maybe, that by me again. I don't understand it. Maybe I'm going crazy here, but I have a video report and I have this article. And then we'll, basically both of them come up with the same issue for me and I'll talk about them. But um, this is at a WebMD. The erectile dysfunction drug Levitra is getting a label change noting rare reports of transient global amnesia in men taking the drug. Okay, so far so good. We're getting the idea here. Huh. Transient global amnesia or TGA is a brief bout of amnesia not lasting longer than a day without causing other problems. Okay, good. Levitra... Le- excuse me, Levitra's label change isn't a warning or a precaution, and it doesn't mean that the drug causes memory problems. The reported cases of transient global amnesia in men taking Levitra may have been spurred by something else, maybe even sex. So, what? Uh, to me, wow. I see a direct contradiction here. They're saying that Levitra can now cause this amnesia, uh-huh. but then they're saying it doesn't mean that the drug causes memory problems. Now, I thought I was going crazy by reading this, but then listen to this. This is Fox News. uh, And some are new 
But there's some questions about it. While they may help people, can they take some of your memories away? We've been hearing about well, what amnesia you know, with ED. Now pay attention I wanted here, folks. to talk about it. You and I wouldn't know about that. But um, The same contradiction happens in this report that I'm talking about. Just check it out. Uh, I wanted to talk about it today because there were some reports that the manufacturer of Levitra, which is one of the three uh, drugs for improving erectile dysfunction, the other two are Viagra and Cialis. The maker of Levitra has put a warning saying that in some cases, Levitra may cause what they call global amnesia. Okay, so once again, Levitra may cause, it, Levitra may cause yes. this global amnesia. Okay, it may, may or may not, okay. That's the kind of amnesia where you recognize people you're with and you can function normally, but your memory for recent events is seriously impaired. Mm -hmm. It lasts for about 24 hours and then clears up. After it clears up, you will have no recollection of what happened in those... Kind of a dangerous side effect wow. for a drug called Levitra for erectile dysfunction, but moving About on. 24 like hours while you were amnesic. I want to make it clear that people who are taking Levitra should not think that Levitra causes this. There is no proof that it does so. <laughs> <laughs> Am I losing my mind? He just said before, and the report said, Levitra may cause amnesia. He's got amnesia. That's the only explanation. He didn't remember what he just said. Or he's got Pfizer in his pocket. It causes this. There is no proof that it does so. There may be something, and maybe the sexual activity itself causes it. <laughs> Where is the... Wait a minute. So if, if, but if sex causes memory loss, haven't we would have found that by now? We would have at least by now said, wait a minute, what's your name? Oh, my God, we just slept together 10 minutes ago. What the hell is going on? Global amnesia. Um, but I do want to point out that Anybody? Yeah, okay, who, whatever. Just, you know, just <laughs> shut up already. What's going on around And what makes matters worse is this particular report here goes on to say, blah, 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 global amnesia scares people, blah, blah. And it says, still, men who experience transient global amnesia should see a doctor to rule out Ill illnesses or injury, says Kaplan, who is also attending physician in the Comprehensive Center for Stroke and Cerebral Vascular Diseases at blah, 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 whatever. So let me just give you the footnotes for this one, Holt. Uh, 20 seconds. Levitra causes amnesia. It doesn't cause amnesia, but if it does, you should see your doctor to cure the amnesia. God bless America, <laughs> folks. Animalfarmshow.com, which I would say. I'm sorry I did that. Uh, I'm embarrassed that I did that. Folks, crazy show for you tonight if you've been listening. We've had it all tonight. The funny, the crazy, the errors, the, the nuttiness, and, of course, Pyeth, as always, doing his great. Oh, I, yeah. I, I want you to be on my team. There you go, Pyeth. So keeping on with the health news real quick, plenty more to talk about tonight. We've been kind of lagging behind. But uh, the U.S. Advisory Panel now okays two new combination vaccines. And, again, we're going back to the child safety thing here. Ah, uh, yes. A federal advisory panel on Thursday endorsed uh, two new combination vaccines designed to reduce the number of needle sticks that young children must endure to get the recommended Im immunizations. A panel gave its nod to a four-in-one shot made by GlaxoSmithKline, or GSK. It offers protection against uh, diphtheria, whatever, tetanus, pertussis, and polio. I'm sure I'm pronouncing one or two of those, and costs $45. It's given once to preschool-aged children. Also getting approval was uh, Sanofi Pasture's 5-in-1 shot for the same things, 
tetanus, whatever, blah, 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 polio and illness due to another word I won't try, and influenza type B or HIB. Uh, it costs about $69. That's how I get through the tough words, man. I just I omit them. I don't even care. They're yeah. not important. I won't do it. Well, um, what I do is I just pronounce them and just pretend like I'm pronouncing them correctly, even see, though it's totally wrong. But, but see, I, I find that makes, that you make, sound well, that makes smarter, me look stupid. You know? No, I think that makes you look stupider. So I just be like, I'm just like, blah, blue, blah, blah. blah. Yep. Go ahead, George. That's what George does, and it works for him. He's president of the United States. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, uh, whatever. I think it's a. Go ahead, George. Uh, both combination shots were recently approved by the Food and Drug Administration. The combo shots don't change the recommended vaccine schedule. A big proponent of that is, of course, Jenny McCarthy and many anti vaccine people. Mm-hmm. Um, just the number of needles, hey, needle baby. jabs needed. So, you know, they're not really changing much of anything except for there's just a few less needles, which, you know, they're so kind for that. But the vaccine advisory, advisory panel okayed the shots for the federal vaccines for children program, which pays for vaccinations for about 36 million children who are covered by Medicaid are in, uninsured or meet other eligibility guidelines. So you can check mm-hmm. this out. This is out of uh, Associated Press. U.S. Advisory Panel okays two new combination vaccines. Just a little news for you. Yeah. Keep you abreast of the vaccine situation. Health news uh, on my end Health over news. here. Uh, oh, city wow. aims to test every adult Bronx resident for uh, HIV. This is also out of the Associated Press. New York City health officials want every adult in the Bronx to voluntarily take an HIV test within three years. The ambitious three-year campaign is expected to be announced today. Health officials say while Manhattan has the highest incident of HIV and AIDS, the Bronx has the highest AIDS-related death rate. They attribute the high death rate to Bronx residents who wait too long to take the test and find out they're infected to treat the virus effectively. If caught early enough, the disease can be managed by medication. Uh, Medical care givers in emergency rooms and clinics in the Bronx will begin making voluntary testing routine. Ooh. Yeah. That's I don't interesting. Know. Well, there's one more. There's one more article that's really powerful that I recommend everybody uh, on both sides of the fence of the argument here. I'm that, good. Yeah, they definitely check it. Should check it out. Paul Armentano uh, wrote a, an article called "What Your Government Knows About Cannabis and Cancer and Isn't Telling You." Great this was, article. This was a shocker for me, Ben. I didn't article. think that there were. I mean, I know that cannabis, marijuana, has tremendous uh, health effects. I know that. I've known that since college, yeah. since high school. <laughs> but uh, the other thing I did not know was that it actually fights cancer. So yeah, um, I don't. And, and not, we're not talking. Paranoid, we're talking about lung I think cancer. It should be legalized. George Washington smoked yeah. it, and it has thousands. <laughs> it's a miracle drug. I'm sure. Much it bigger than aspirin. Yeah. Now, that's great. Uh, what if there was an alternative treatment for, uh, oh my God, gliomas that could selectively target the cancer while leaving healthy cells intact? And what if federal bureaucrats were aware of the treatment but deliberately withheld the disinformation from the public? Sadly, the questions. Thank you, Alex. Sadly, the questions posed above are not entirely hypothetical. And he goes on to explain that in 2007, this guy, once again, Paul Armentano, uh, reviewed over 150 published preclinical and clinical studies assessing the therapeutic potential of marijuana and several of its active compounds known as cannabinoids. What a great name for a band. Wow. Moving on. I've summarized these numerous... <laughs> I... <laughs> what was that? Oh. I'm a giggling fool. Oh, boy. <laughs> you think we were high I here or something, I can't, even, huh? I can't even get past Jeez. this damn article because of Pyth. I summarized these numerous studies Sorry. in a book now it's in, now in its third edition entitled Emerging Clinical Applications for Cannabis and Cannabinoids, a review of the scientific literature. Um, one chapter in this book, which summarized the findings of more than 30 separate trials and literature reviews, was dedicated to the use
use of cannabinoids as potential anti-cancer agents, particularly in the treatment of glaucoma. So, you know, we always talk about why does the government, why is, you know, marijuana illegal? Uh-huh. There's really almost no reason for it. It doesn't cause cancer. It really has no correlations to lung cancer. It doesn't cause, drink, you know, drinking and driving in car accidents yep. anywhere near what alcohol does under the influence. I have a conspiracy theory. One thing, hold on, one thing, Ben, I, I, I have one too, I do, but let me just finish this one part. Not familiar with the scientific research your government is, is what uh, Paul, once again, Paul Armentano is going on to say. He says, in fact, the first experiment documenting POTS' potent anti-cancer effects took place in 1974 at the Medical College of Virginia at the behest of federal bureaucrats. The results of that study reported in an August 18, 1974 Washington Post newspaper feature were that marijuana's primary psychoactive component, THC, slowed the growth of lung cancers, breast cancers, and a virus-induced leukemia in laboratory mice and prolonged their lives by as much as 36 Percent incredible. Uh, I would check this out, folks. You know, once again, it's called "What Your Government Knows About Cannabis and Cancer," and it isn't telling you. I got this one out of rinf.com, like so many of my alternative news. That one story has been floating around everywhere. It has. I just never got a chance to get around. It's a great one. It's a it's a very very good one. Um, you you said you had a conspiracy theory. What's your (laughs) conspiracy theory as to why pot is illegal? You know, first of all, in the last three months, we've reported that the federal government um, has come out, and the FDA, I'm sure, has come out. But I know the federal government has come out. And pretty much tried to link marijuana to almost everything. They said it was it makes people suicidal, which we know is not true. Uh-huh. It makes people homicidal, which we know it's not true. Yes. And it also, I think uh, there was one where it says it, you know it makes people crazy. It makes people into lunatics, and, <laughs> and they try to nail it to every single cross, if you will. Pardon the pun, but it's just they can't. You know, there's so many reasons for it that medical benefits that they have. So my one conspiracy theorist all this time is that, I don't know, maybe people who smoke marijuana have a better view of, of the government. Maybe they can see clearly. That's and, my See, that's what I think. I, I, there's no scientific proof to it, and it probably sounds ridiculous to people listening. It probably does. Well, it sounds ridiculous to people that have probably never smoked it or, or aren't familiar with the uh, side effects of it. Right. Um, but it, it seems to uh, have the same effects. Well, it's a hallucinogen, <laughs> number one. It also has the same effects as, as mushroom has, where it sort of it, it expands your mind. Excuse me. Yeah, it, it expands it, your mind and it sort of or it gives you a different perspective on life and the purpose of life, the meaning of life, your role in this life. Um, and it really just <laughs> does that. It does that, but but marijuana in oh, itself. Wow. <laughs> I just thought maybe it itself, makes people more rebellious. <laughs> I feel I feel like it. I feel like it triggers something in the brain that that uh, lets you understand. Um, what is happening in the world? I mean, I just, I, I do, I really do. It's, it's, it's very strange, man. If nothing else, we at least have some ironclad proof now that, uh, you know, even more proof uh, and, and examples of how beneficial health-wise this drug can actually be for the body. Of course, we know that it fights glaucoma, and it's for can- for certain cancer patients. Uh-huh. You know, people who don't have appetites, that whole you know yard there. But now we're talking about actually reducing your chances and the effects of lung cancer. It's yeah. a smokable drug and uh, breast cancer and in certain types of leukemia. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you, folks. You know, maybe I'm just crazy, but uh, maybe that's the reason why government has been, you know, declared it illegal or has kept it illegal all this time. And meanwhile, you can't turn on the television and not see an advertising ad for alcohol. Yeah. Uh, how many people, alcohol kills, what, 200,000 Americans every year around there? Something around Not there. as much as cigarettes, but 200,000 yeah, people every year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know. Marijuana kills zero. Um, exactly. So, so that's, that's, that's what I can't. You know, I can't figure it out. Yeah, that's the whole point. You know, there's obviously a, a clear-clad reason for for why it's 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 being illegal. Yeah, uh, it, you know, you you can figure it out. But either way, um, you know, 
it's it's just it's nuts. And the more you look at stuff like this, and you know, look if it if it had no medicinal benefits, mm-hmm. if there was nothing about this drug that could help people with various diseases or uh, you know malnutrition, this whole thing, then fine. I'd say you know what, keep it illegal because it, it alters people's minds. And of course, you look at these commercials out there with the, you know, the guys who are smoking weed and they run over the little girl with the bike, you know. And of yeah, course, no. Dave Chappelle did a great a great <laughs> skit on that. And I, I won't get into that, but they try to link it to everything. It's almost it's almost like coffee. Just weed. <laughs> yeah, it's like for years coffee they've tried to link coffee with colon cancer and all yeah. kinds of these horrific diseases and you know what they can't do it and now a study just came out recently that said that women who drink coffee um have better memory and all these other benefits that go on and have you know less chance of having alzheimer's disease so, so it's that old propaganda movie reefer madness if you've never seen I've never it seen that it's, one. it's absolutely hysterical and it just talks about you know it, it shows like these visual visuals of uh you know these skinny crackhead looking guys smoking marijuana and then they just start laughing uncontrollably and they can't do anything and they grab the girl next to them and they make them sit on their lap and they pull up their skirt and they start doing all these things terrible and and then they get in the car and they start driving around like crazy and the horror music is going and i mean it's just it is bananas it is ridiculous reefer madness you've got to look it up it's got to be on google video somewhere or youtube clips uh out there somewhere but it is absolutely bananas no it's just just (laughs) like so many other things and then of course you could talk about we could talk about hemp forever everybody's heard the hemp commercials on the station let's not get into that yeah but you know we we talk about hemp where hemp doesn't even have thc in it at least the stuff they're selling and it's got so many benefits you can use it for so many different things yeah it's got nutritional benefits you can use it for clothing and of course the friggin son of a you know what uh, government like i curse uh it's, it's illegal as well so folks power segment yes thank you power segment coming up after this break and much more news in that segment so stay tuned animalfarmshow.com Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? George Duck. Ladies and gentlemen, you won the only the Animal Farm number to reach us, 512-646-1984. If you'd like to drop us an AOL instant message, Animal Farm Show, all <laughs> one word is the screen name. Um, we are we do have a new segment, well, kind of a new segment here we on the show. We came up with the last show, Ben. Yes, Tell we did. people about it. And it's called the power segment. This is where we power through all the news where we couldn't possibly make it um in the regular show so we just have to power through it at the end and yeah just so because it, it came to be ben because every show you know we'd start off we'd have all these articles and you know sure enough the last segment would come around and we have 40 articles between the both of us yeah and we're like oh my god we're never going to get to this and we only do a show twice a week so yes it is the power segment and we'd like to introduce it as such so Where we power through news at a really fast rate. Oh, that was the most ridiculous. And we're not even drunk or on drugs, folks. We, we aren't. We How aren't. do you figure? Ah, uh, we're high we're on life. Um, <laughs> no, I think we're more delirious from corruption, Ben. But go ahead. <laughs> Independent.co.uk. Mobile phones more dangerous than smoking. I. I Mobile phones could kill far more people than smoking or asbestos. A study by an award-winning cancer expert has concluded. He says people should avoid using them wherever possible, and that governments and the mobile phone industry make the immediate steps Excuse to reduce. Excuse me. 
exposure to the radiation. Um, I've heard a little bit about this. I, I haven't confirmed it, whether it's true or not. You've done some research on this, Tony, a little bit, right? A little bit. I mean, I've, I've looked up, you know, there's, there's something called the SAR, the specific absorption rate of mm-hmm. phones. That's one step. Uh, at least that's a good place to start as far as every phone has a different SAR. It ranges from, I guess, zero point whatever to 1.5. I think that's 1.4. 1.5 is the, the legal limit for phones as far as the specific absorption rate okay. of, of how much they transmit, you know, the, the cell phone radiation. Wow. So, I mean, that's one place to start, but a lot of people have talked about there's so many other things, so many factors for you to look up. But if you want to start, folks, just type in the model number of your phone. I think Catherine Albrecht talked about this a couple times last week. Mm -hmm. In fact, she had a great show about it. But type in the model number of your phone and then put in your uh, put an SAR and you'll and it'll come up. It'll, there's a whole so many websites that have this on them. And they're expecting a, a very large rise in, in brain cancer now because of this. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but uh, no, you know what? I used they're to expecting that. And I gotta <clears throat> say, man, if that turns out to be true, that just sucks really well, bad. It does. And but this see, this oh is nothing God. new though. I mean, when when car phones first came out and when cell phones first came out. We, we, we heard of people getting brain cancer from it. We heard of all these issues, and then it kind of went away for a while. Well, and I didn't you, hear that. Well, oh, yeah, I heard about it plenty of times. And, huh. it, like, so many things, just like with cigarettes and other drugs in the market and other things out there, all they do is use the lingo. There's no correlation between A and B. There's no scientific yeah. proof. There's no evidence or no studies that suggest that blah, 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 blah is yeah. convinced. So, and then 15 years later, 12-year-olds exactly. are getting it's cancer. Just, it's yeah. just lobbyist nonsense, and it's just to keep you buying the phones without you being suspect. But everybody should question everything. Everybody should suspect everything is dangerous. I even work with people that just kind of shrug it off. Ah, come on, cell phones are not dangerous. <laughs> you know, and it's just these yeah. are the kind of people that hopefully are going to get what's coming to them because it just makes me sick. But yes, I try to keep the phone as far away from my ear as possible, man. Whenever I always try to always use the speakerphone, mm-hmm. which is another thing I can't understand how I drive on the highway and one out of every two people, half the people I look at are all on the phone in the car and they have the phone pressed up against their ear. I'm thinking. Almost every phone has speakerphone on it. Why not just keep the phone below you so that you can't get arrested for it or pulled over and you can still have the phone call? But whatever, folks. Once again, SAR, um, SAR rating. So you can check it out for you. Every phone's got a different SAR rating. Mine's like point. 08 or 0.8 or whatever the hell it is. So it was in the middle middle of the pack. But even still, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust anybody at this point. But Israel prodding U.S. to attack Iran. This is just more stuff that makes me crazy. The trip has been scheduled. This is um, Joint Chiefs Chairman Admiral Mike Mullen, who's leaving Tuesday uh, on an overseas trip that will take him to Israel. Um, this, this is just, this makes me crazy. It, the Israel, he goes on to say, consultant Michael Oren says, Israel doesn't want to wait for a new administration to attack Iran. So the Israelis have been assured by the Bush, Bush administration that the Bush administration will not allow Iran to nuclearize. Great, Oren said. <laughs> uh, Israelis are uncertain about what... Uh, thank you. I didn't say it. I said it correctly. Nuclear didn't I? power pants. <laughs> Israelis are uncertain about what would be the policies of the next administration vis-a-vis Iran. Israelis, Israel's message is simple. If you don't, we will. They're talking about, of course, attacking Iran. But is, apparently Israel held a dress rehearsal for a strike earlier this month. But military analysts say Israel cannot do it alone. Oh, great. So they need our help. Keep in mind that Israel does not have a... Sh- yeah. Israel does not have strategic bombers, Oren said. The Israeli Air Force is not the American Air Force. Israel cannot eliminate Iran's nuclear program. And one of the most um, powerful parts of this article here, it says, U.S. intelligence estimates Iran won't be able to build a weapon until sometime early in the next decade. Mm-hmm. But Israel's operating on a much shorter timetable. In fact, Israel, sa- Israel says that they can uh, become operable by 2009. So our government says it can't happen until early the next decade, but yep. of course Israel says 2009. And this to me, this is where I 
I don't want to support Israel. I'm, I, frankly, I, if, if they want to b- bomb another I country, and there's no reason for us to bomb Iran at all whatsoever, yeah. period, for hundreds and millions of reasons, this is why I would say break off ties with Israel. Bomb let's Iran. get let's get back to kind of fixing our own problems here in this these United States, which are plentiful. And you know what? That that's just my my view on it. I'm Absolutely. sick and tired of this, these meaningless wars uh, for profit. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and of, and of course, and just one other thing over on here. And over again. Yeah, you have Bill Crystal saying that uh, Bush might attack Iran if he thinks Obama will win. I'm yes. not sure if we have enough time to play that sure. clip, but well, we have to. We're supposed to be power. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, power, power. <laughs> U.S. holds twenty-seven thousand ghost prisoners around the globe. <laughs> <laughs> Powering through the news, <laughs> an estimated twenty-seven thousand ghost oh, prisoners are currently We're being not getting anything done here. Held in secret prisons around the world, including ships that have been refitted as prison halls, according to the recent reports. Uh, twenty-seven thousand ghost prisoners, uh, just dissidents that disagree with the evil United States. Therefore, they're put on ships and just shipped around the world. <laughs> Incredible. Public surveillance video mushrooms, despite lack of evidence that it works. Uh, this is out of MSNBC. I'm powering through right now. Oh, hey, you're, doing how, a, you're doing a good job powering. I can't power do that. Through. Securities are warns of potential 9-11. He says attacks would be relatively simple to orchestrate. This is out of no London. Uh, just incredible. Israeli insider. Uh, this is out of the Israeli insider. Unstamped certificate suggests Obama may not be natural-born U.S. citizen. They don't have a... Going on for stamped, a while. Yeah, they don't have a stamped certificate, so now they're questioning. Oh, we covered Nancy Pelosi earlier. Pelosi, stupid ass chick, uh, supports fairness doctrine. <laughs> she wants <laughs> she wants the fairness doctrine. Okay, P- picture the animal farm with somebody else coming on, countering our uh, our uh, opinions yeah. on air, and 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 the government there with guns making us do that. Thank Incredible. Uh, what do you no want to power through? Oh, oh, I have one thing. McCain advisor apologizes for September for September 11th comment. I can't do that part. That's really going to lose listenership. A top advisor to Republican presidential candidate John McCain apologized on Monday after he was quoted as saying a September 11th type attack before November election would benefit McCain. What drugs are these people taking? (laughs) Give me some of them. The campaign of Democrat Barack Obama. Yeah, it's unbelievable. The campaign of Democrat Barack Obama condemned the remark by McCain political advisor Charlie Black, calling it a complete disgrace. Once again, Charlie Black is the guy who said it. Mm -hmm. Now they're calling for his head. They're calling for his resignation they're calling for i think he got fired already this is the kind of stuff that i cannot but could you i mean even if i had i didn't lose anybody in september 11th attacks i didn't lose any family members yeah it still hit me hard but i would i would strangle this son of a bitch if i heard him say this in front of me ben yeah. sorry yeah. i apologize for my language but you know what i'm sick and tired of this now these, we got to start holding these people accountable it's nonsense this is sick it's even if it's true to do. even though it's true mccain apparently think people think mccain is tougher on terror yeah even though he's right it's irresponsible to talk like that when people have lost family members. I know. Bitch. It's people got a heck of a lot to do with radical Islamic extremism. There you go. <laughs> I kind of like bin Laden. Go ahead, Ben. You, you power better than I do. I get frustrated. Uh, go ahead. British police state ban <laughs> hats in pubs. The Park Hotel in Wadsley, Sheffield, is the latest to be act to oppose the ruler by senior police officials. Mark Kelly, the landlord, said, Police ask us to ensure that everyone removes headgear. Wow, wow we're really losing it. This yes. is, this is a, we've just hit a new low here at the Animal Farm, folks. If you stayed with us for this long, I feel bad for you. Bless your soul. We have uh, more Israel and Iran news here with these rat sons of Blair's uh, political pundits. Bolton, now John Bolton, the shameless... 
uh, warmonger. I don't know what to call this guy. He doesn't even look like he's human. This guy looks like he's made in a lab <laughs> with his true. face. He's got like, he's a skinny guy, but he's got like a triple chin. What like is a, that? He's like from an old James Bond episode. Or John, something. It's, it's weird. sick. John Bolton, a former United Nations ambassador, and you could bet your ass, Ben, when this guy was in school, he got abused. He was he was the guy who got like boogers spread all over his face. <laughs> uh, a former United Nations ambassador appointed by President George W. Bush has predicted that the state of Israel will attack Iran's nuclear sites before the next U.S. president is sworn in. Fine. Let them attack them. I don't give a damn. Let them go friggin' war happy. I hope they fight for the next 4,000 years. I'm sick of worrying about this. This has nothing to do with America. Uh, sorry. In an interview with the UK's <laughs> The Telegraph, Bolton said the Arab world would be pleased at the news of such an attack. Would, uh, would be positively privately, he said. Positive privately, whatever he said. I think there will be public denunciations but no action. However, Bolton panned the idea that an attack on Iran would be carried out by American forces, stating the administration has essentially given up that possibility. I don't think that it is serious anymore. And if uh, you had to ask me a year ago, I would have said that it was a real possibility. I just don't think it's on the cards or in the cards anymore. So now We're reckless, gone. arrogant, yeah. stupid dick. So you're Bolton saying that it's off the table now and this and that. But I'm just yeah. so sick of this crap. Like, you know what? Let, let Israel go fight. They want to declare their own sovereignty. Go. Yeah. Do what you got to do. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. We have so many issues here in America that we have to fix before well, we worry about little, Israel's problems. There's a little religion factor that goes but that's into the, that. But that's the stuff that kills me. I'm sick of people saying, oh, you're anti-Israel. You're No, I'm not anti-Israel. They have their country. We have ours. Yeah. You know, they're not helping us doing anything. Are they anti-American? This is friggin' sick. <laughs> this the, theory, the people in this country, the theories that have been put into their minds is just unbelievable. But we are out of time. The power segment... <laughs> Maybe we cut the power <laughs> segment out from that one. <laughs> AnimalFarmShow.com is the site. Thank you yeah. for the calls, Jeffrey, Lisa, and Mike. We will not be here all next week, folks. So our 50th episode after next week will return on Tuesday. Thank you so much for your support. America, God help us. I'm not saying anything else. Good night, folks. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>